1: Another episode of hashtag Saints for the podcast coming at you. And, Whew, man, I know we had nobody they played on Monday Night Football. But I'm like, man, we got to talk about the Saints again. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, <laughs> again <laughs> bro. Um, previewing the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. Uh, we kind of hit up on it. Uh. In the recap episode for the Ravens, about just like how many more games this Saints team are gonna win. And oh. if you just look at the schedule, this is one of like the few games in theory. In theory, in theory that they should potentially win uh against the two and six Steelers. But honestly. I have no clue I I don't know what this team um, I think they as you put in our in our podcast episode name the team has kind of showed you who they are now you have a Saints team going to Pittsburgh against the Steelers of course TJ Watt's going to be back I called it at the bruh. end of the re- recap bro called it <laughs> bro <laughs> I, I just I just know. And then Matthew Stafford has a concussion. He might not play uh, on Sunday for the Rams. But guess what? Next oh, Sunday, he'll oh, be <laughs> good. Strapped up ready to go, bro. So, the Saints are a badly coached team. Head coach wise, some some bad offensive coaching, Their defense is taking a step back. And you would think that even with that, they should have a chance to get the Steelers, but they have some pretty fucking big injuries from la- the game on Monday Night Football. Your your <laughs> center Eric McCoy is out. Shout out to Caesar Reese. Like, like I, I do want to be somewhat positive. The fact that he's established himself as being at least shown to be an average player in the NFL, and at and times shown to be like a little above average. Like that's that's yeah. impressive, man. Like I, it it's impressive. Um, but you're dealing with the injury on the offensive line. Um, you're dealing with injuries of Pete Warner. Like this team isn't coached well and they're hurt. And it's like, uh, that's, a, that's a bad recipe. It's
2: just too much to overcome, man. And, you know, I mean, just the Steelers, you know, they kind of, you know, they're not in a good spot right now, either only won two games this year. You know, Mike Tomlin, you know, they always say he doesn't have any losing seasons. Uh, but it's looking like he might have one this year. But you know, he's there's one of those. They're one of those teams that could kind of, you know, nut up at any time. Uh, you know, they beat the the Bucks a couple of weeks ago. Um, who was the other win? They beat the Bengals uh, in Week Point, I think. Yes,
1: yeah, that's what it was.
2: Yeah, but you know, a lot of the other team games are tight. You know, so they're one of them teams, man, that kind of just. You, you hanging around a little bit in the fourth quarter, and it's like, man, hold up now, like, I'm about to lose this game. You know what I'm saying? Um, Go ahead. So, like, I'm not looking at this game as a gimme at all. Oh God. Like, oh just, God. No. Oh God. It's no. impossible to look at the Saints and see any gimmies. And the question is, like, offensively, like, we know offensively, even though the Saints have improved week to week, like, they could just, they could really just think it up. And it just goes I mean, downhill, and the defense just hasn't been good enough to, you know,
1: overcome that. They 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 sunk it up against the Ravens, and, you know, people kept putting this point on Twitter, and I wish I would have talked about it or brought it up during the recap show, is, like, Pete Carmichael has been average at best as an offensive play caller, and then sometimes in some games he's just been dreadful. Yeah. Um, Monday night was a dreadful game by him dreadful. in terms of play play calling but like it kind of goes back to the whole this man wanted to be on vacation right now <laughs> <laughs> like I think like we didn't forget about it but we don't even talk about it that much but like just, just coming full circle oh you know we did an offensive coordinator search we brought in Jay Gruden we brought in yeah. you know some, some other people no you know what out to the guy that said has told us he doesn't want to do that. He does not want this job. That man and, wanted a
2: nice little senior consultant position. It, you know, it. chilling like uh, what's my boy? Uh, Bruce Arians, like Bruce Arians, just sitting there, coming downstairs every night and then seeing what's going on. Like, nah, still getting man. them,
1: still, still getting them checks on the fifteenth and the thirtieth. Like Pete, wanted that that life, and so it just goes like. I think it all goes back to the like just I don't want to say dysfunction but like just incompetence it seems like that's going on in the front office of just like like what is what is going on like what what is going on man and then getting focusing on the game a big part of this game and they showed a stat during Monday Night football was such a telling stat that. Prior to the Ravens game, the Saints had – the Saints offensive line or the Saints offense in general had not given up a single sack in the last two games prior to the Ravens game. That Ravens game, the Ravens had four – I know they had four when that stat was shown on the screen. They maybe ended with more sacks by the end of the game. Justin Houston was the AFC player of the fucking week, Ryan. What in the world? Justin Houston, bro. And I'm just thinking like, man, if Justin Houston was doing that against Ram – And our offensive line, T.J. Watt about to do, bruh. (laughs) You know, he about to come out smoking. I remember that 2018 playoff game, and this this was Ram at his best, right, before, like, the injuries had kind of slowed him down. But that matchup against him and T.J. Watt was just like football porn, bruh, because there were some – reps were Ram won and there were some reps where TJ Watt won and it was just like a that's just a beautiful thing to see. Uh, but like that was what four or no, four years ago and TJ Watt has improved as a player and that man was a de- defensive player of the year last year. It's <laughs> it's like, and, and like Ram has he's had the games where he's looked like old Ram, like that Raiders game. He shut out Max Crosby. He was mm-hmm. dominant in that game. And then the Ravens game, it was just like, uh, like we like it's that consistency isn't there anymore right. in him as a player. Yeah, and,
2: I mean honestly, that's gonna be a huge matchup, man. Like, cause one of the few saving graces of the offense, like you've been able to say, is okay the last couple of weeks. You know, the pass protection has been pretty good. And look, outside of TJ White, the Steelers don't have much, um, but you know they could bring it a little bit. And when you look at, you know, what they do in the secondary with uh, Fitzpatrick, that dude, every time I look, it just seems like he's taking the ball away. So, I mean, they got to watch out for that, man. Like, you don't want the Steelers' defense to get all hyped up and you start getting picks and, you know, forcing fumbles and all that stuff because the offense just doesn't have enough firepower, you know, with the QB, with the injuries and all that to – to, you know, bounce back from all that. Like, they got to play almost perfect just to have a chance. Um, which, you know, kind of goes to the question about quarterback. You know, like, there's been grumblings, of course. Like, is it time to mix it up a little bit? You know, maybe get Jameis back in there? Like, where are you at with
1: it now? Like, does it, does it really fucking matter? I know it's like, does point? it matter? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like, that, that legitimately is my honest opinion. Like, uh, yeah, like maybe put Jameis back in, but like if you do, like, like the the ills of the team are still there. Um, what what was interesting was that was it today or yesterday or whatever fucking day? Days all mixing in together. Um, Dennis Allen said in the presser that you know talking about the upcoming Steelers game that Kenny Pickett was the Saints, you know. Top rated quarterback in the draft. I, I I I I thoroughly liked and borderline loved Kenny Pickett as a prospect. That is showing to be like maybe I was wrong. It's early, it's early, but the early results yes. are are not promising. But it would be the most saint shit ever for him to come out and say that this week. And then Kenny Pickett just fucking just light up fucking the Saints on Sunday. And then everybody's like, well, if he was your number one Raider quarterback, then why didn't you draft him? Like Can't you just see it, bro?
2: I mean, (laughs) the Steelers, like, reporters already asked him, like, hey, you know, he was like, yeah, I met with the Saints a bunch during the offseason. I mean, all that. But they they passed on you twice and all that. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go, bro. You know, (laughs) know, and I don't know. I don't know if Kenny Pickett ever seemed like the type of dude that. no. Is motivated by that type of no. shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's, I, could, I could definitely see just one of those, him having a game, like having a nice little, you know, can it pick it? Hey, can it pick it? Looking pretty good. You know. He's, he's, he's turning turn the, turn two the corner. Two touchdowns, you know, has him two touchdowns and, uh, you know, maybe scrambles and gets one in the end zone, you know what I'm saying? You could just see him having this kind of little coming out party against the Saints. And it's just like another thing on the list for Saints fans. Like, oh, Lord, here we go. Um you know, but you do wonder, like you know, what what could have been, you know, like even if he, you know, say that dad played great this year, you know, I don't think anybody expected him to have like a great rookie year, you know what I'm saying? Like he's none of these corner, like even Malik Willis, who we love, you know, like
1: yeah, look, it's r- been, it's
2: rough, been rough, man, it's look, been look rough up there, you know what I'm saying? So like these. And, these these would, this was not like a
1: pristine quarterback class. You know what I'm saying? It, this is a game. It wasn't, it wasn't a pristine quarterback class. Um, I do think what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to be better about as a fan of football and also as a draft Nick, is I'm trying to be more patient with players. And I yeah. think anyone who, is a fan of football and the NFL and also the draft, Nick, you have to learn to be more patient with players. Perfect example to a, to a tongue of a lower bro. Like I was ready to write two off, ready to write him off. Um, all it took was him getting in the right system with the right offensive scheme to maximize his talents. Is he a perfect quarterback? He's not, he has his limitations, but that Miami offense is humming and he's very much like, a point guard for that offense which was that's pretty much what he was at Alabama. Exactly. Um so you got to be careful with with these young quarterbacks. Justin Fields. I lo- both you and I didn't love him as much as like the general consensus did when he came out yeah. because we just felt like he was just a little like a tick slow in like getting the ball off or yeah. he, he yeah. wanted he wanted it he wanted to see it before it was open. But we never denied never denied like his running ability his athletic ability and he is shown to be one of the best running quarterbacks that's come in the nfl like him jalen hurts yeah lamar mike vick rg3 they're all of that same elk where when they're running man you just hold your breath like oh shit so you got to be careful with writing special qu- quarterbacks off early that said it's it's an interesting game because i wonder if they you know if they had draft kenny pickett and we don't know we don't know what he's going to end up being but if they drafted kenny pickett and they had still like had brought Jameis back you maybe the the feeling of the team is a little different because Theoretically, we're like oh, at least we got a quarterback, right? Maybe yeah. maybe we don't, right? Maybe we don't know if he's good or not, but at least we think we do. Um, but to be where they are, where it's where they Saints don't have a quarterback, don't have a don't have a head coach or whatever you want to. Call. I don't I don't know whatever man he, he's substitute teacher, bro. That that's what yeah. DA is just bro substitute yeah, teacher. Yeah, exactly. Um, but don't ever pick. Don't have yeah. a pick. But what here's the and I know we wanna like we gotta talk about the game. One of the most fascinating things to me this offseason will be what if the if the Steelers continue to suck and, and not do well is what they do in the draft. Yeah. Like, do do you do you pull a Cardinals, and you, if you're p- picking top three, top four, and there's a quarterback that you love, Man. When you love Pickett, like do you pull that trigger, and then you just try to strike it? Like you know, I am like, that to me is fascinating. That like, is fascinating, fascinating bro. subplot. Partly some of the reason why Kenny Pickett hasn't been great this season, it's not all on this. He he ha- he's made some bad throws, but some of the things that he hasn't been great this season is that the Steelers' offensive line is not good. It's a bad yeah. offensive line. The Saints defense, I, I I need to see two furs fucking do something besides oh, gonna walk man. off to the sideline and, and head to the the blue tent, bro. Like Cam Jordan had a pretty, I mean, Cam tried against Lamar, bro. Like he making, yeah, he was, yeah. like he, he was getting, you, like, like they was actually getting there, like they was getting there. And it's just like they, they were, like Cam caused him to fumble, like Cam was trying, but can. Peyton Turner had a pretty decent game. This game against this bad offensive line, you need to stop the run game. Like this game should be not a mirror image, but almost kind of exactly how they played against the Raiders. You know what I mean? Shut down the running game, which they did against the Raiders. They shut down Josh Jacobs and you don't have to worry about facing an Untrad- like a, a not traditional or like an exotic type of run blocking scheme. You can focus on just a very, you know, standard quote unquote NFL run blocking, shut down the run game. And you got to get after Kenny Pickett when, when he's throwing the, when he's throwing the ball, like it sounds easy. Cause like the game plan is easy. The execution of it we'll have, to, we'll have to see.
2: We'll have to see. Right. Exactly. And, you know, you, you want to see, you know, you want to continue to see Alante Taylor um, play as well as he has.
1: Want to see Alante um, on George Pickens, buddy?
2: I mean, that that should be fun. I mean, it's two physical fun, dudes. man. Fun. Uh, and you know, George Pickens—he's been looking good. Um, uh, how else are they <clears throat> health-wise as far as wide receiver? Um, I don't
1: know if uh, I don't know if Deontay Johnson, like he's been injured and and yeah. very injury-prone for them this season. Um, so I if I'm the Saints, defensively you focus in on on um not Najee Harris, focus in on their backup running back Warren, who sounds like he's gonna get more he's gonna start getting more touches because it sounds like he might have a little more juice than Najee. I don't know if that's your yeah. pass. Whatever. But focus on shutting down the run game and then I I I would devote a lot of attention to Pat Fryermuth. Um but this should be a game, honestly, like the Saints defense needs to be the one kind of setting the tone against the Steelers' offense. Um, offensively, <sighs> uh, that, that's, that's where I'm just like, <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't know, Ryan. I don't know.
2: There's no, I don't know, man. It's like there's no meat and potatoes to the offense. Um, you Theoretically, it should be, Taysom Hill and AK like should be the meat and potatoes. Like theoretically, it should be Dalton managing the game. Taysom Hill, you know, on your you know your QB power, third and shorts, you know, great zone activity. That was the game plan against
1: the Raiders, and guess what? Kind of worked, you know.
2: <laughs> Get the ball to AK in space, um, and just to see what happens from there. You know what I'm saying? Spread the like ball in this out. This game. Lave.
1: This game, at least defensively, when the Saints are on offense, it's a different game because I, the Steelers don't really have any type of linebackers that can match up with AK, or yeah. as the Ravens did. This really needs to treat, should be a game where, just like against the Raiders, man, you're using him on quick passing games, you're using him, you know, getting him on choice routes against linebackers, getting him in space, using Taysom here and there we when there's when you need to throw to lobby like wrench wash and repeat man like it's like it's not hard like i really feel like it's not hard but it's like they they're making it so difficult like when they ran that third and three play and that and Dalton threw a one yard fucking pass on third down
2: oh my god what the fuck are we doing i've never seen a player, like i, I know some people hate like stuff like clutch, clutch gene, but man, Andy Dalton—really, as long as I've watched him, he has to be one of the most anti-clutch players I've ever seen, bro. Like whether it's prime time, whether it's like any game where it's like all the focus is on like his time to shine, he hardly ever rises to the occasion, bro. The the and only, I only even, game I don't know I don't only, know how you
1: how you quantify that shit. The only game that vividly comes to mind. Was the 2015, which, which shows you how long, like fucking seven years ago, the 2015 season when they were playing against the Seahawks in Seattle, yeah, and that was yeah. when they had, you know, they had um, AJ Green, they had Tyler Eifert, um, and that offense was humming all mm-hmm. all season. And Andy Dalton played great, and that was still like kind of at the peak of yes. the of the Legion of Boom. Era, yeah, you know, before they before they declined, and that was like, oh shit, like the, the Bengals are for real, like oh okay, yeah. and and then after that, like not, not much, not, not much sense, much
2: that, man. <laughs> and that's just him, bro. Like he's not a, he's not gonna, he's not gonna guide the ship anywhere. You know what I'm saying? He's just on for the ride, man. You know, so it will be interesting. You know, if he has another rough outing. Um, if he, you know, if he, if it looks like he can't do it, you know, we'll be interested if they, you know, just let Jameis get back in there, bro. I know it probably won't mean much as far as, like, wins and losses, but, I mean, you got to imagine players start looking, they kind of start wondering, like, man, can we get some kind of spark here and stuff like that. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I don't think Jameis will get in there this week. But, man, I don't know if Dalton has, like, a rough outing. I mean, it's just getting to that point in the season where we just one of those teams where you just bouncing back between his quarterbacks trying to find a spark,
1: you know, trying to find out
2: something that works.
1: You you are um I do have one for you though. Like I I wanted to ask you ask you this. Um now that Monday night football's, you know, it happened, it's it's gone. You've had a couple of days to kinda Think about it what have you. What are your what are your thoughts just in general about the Saints right now?
2: Oh man, I mean number one is like DA gotta go. Like to me, you cannot go into this offseason expecting him to, like, lead this team. Like, you need a leader for this franchise right now, bro. Like, desperately, you know. Mickey Loomis has to make the decision that it's time to bring in a CEO. It's time to – it's like when, you know, back in the 80s, um, you know, Steve Jobs, they kicked him out of Apple because he was, you know, spending a bunch of money on R&D, kind of doing too much. Things got a little awry, you know, so they kicked him out of Apple. Apple went like years, wasn't really doing anything. And, you know, they eventually went back to Steve Jobs, like, look, bro, we need you to guide the ship back, bro. And he came came in there and, you know, clean house a little bit, reorganized things and got Apple back on track to doing what they used to do. And they you know, came up with the iPod and all that stuff. and And the iPhone, you know, the rest is history. I'm not saying they need to bring Sean Bate back. I mean, that'd be nice, but they need to bring somebody back in there that can kind of lead the ship and be that CEO just to get the whole trajectory of the organization from the top, bottom, top to the bottom, back in going in one direction, you know, to becoming a winning franchise again, bro. Cause right now it's just rudderless, man. Like it's, that's why it don't even matter when you say like, oh, who should start? Even if they did have Kenny Pickett, it's like who cares? Like if they had Kenny Pickett right now, when you don't have any real leadership and real vision and, you know, going anywhere, it's like it doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Like you've gotta have like the whole the whole um like organizational just, you know, synergy going towards a certain direction. And right now they just don't, man. So like, and it starts that starts with DA, bro. Like, they got to figure that. They got to figure that out. Like, that is the number one question for Mickey Loomis from here on out. And look, teams are making moves, bro. I mean, Indianapolis Coast, Look, we, we could laugh at Jim Mersey just just selecting Jeff Saturday out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> to but run a like, team. I, but you know, he
2: made a decision. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: at least I making a move. Right. Like, I kind of respect it though like and i and I we don't know what's going to happen with jeff saturday or whatever but or anything like that it's gonna be a disaster but, but i i respect it because it's like this this isn't working this is not working it hasn't been working we need something else that's it like i re- i legitimately respect that um i guess my my the thing that I want to know is like, what is it going to take? Like what, what is it going to take to get DA fired? I mean, shout out to shout out to D for really kind of, I think, no, she didn't tweet it, but she quote tweeted it. So I don't know who originally tweeted. So I don't, I'm sorry. I can't give proper credit, but basically someone on Twitter said, like what has really DA done this this season in the three wins, right? Week one was MT and Jarvis Landry going off. Uh the Seattle game was Taysom Hill being a superstar and saving the Saints bacon. Yeah. Uh the Raiders game was AK and Sean Payton coming in, giving a pep talk <laughs> and lead him to a win. Like what has what has he done? What what has he done in eight games? Like what like, really like you you can't you, uh, you. There isn't one is is the point, and it's like I just want to know what it's going to take to get him to get him fired, or what it's going to take for Mickey to be like, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, this this ain't gonna work, like this ain't this ain't gonna do it no more.
2: I just don't see how Mickey could look at this roster and. Go into and they say they win six or fewer games. How you could go into the offseason, but really, it doesn't even matter how many games they win. But how can you go into this offseason looking at this roster and say they've done like materially worse than last year? You know, even even though last year was banged up, they had quarterback issues. I mean, they started trouble sending that quarterback, Ian Book. Um, and you know a, a a terrible wide receiver core. You know, I mean, AK missed like five games. Uh, you know, everything. O- offensive line was a shambles. We had COVID games, and they still figured out a way to be competitive enough to win nine games. Probably should have won ten. You know, but you never got that feeling this season where no. this team, you know, what had that in them. You know what I'm saying? You never got that feeling. So he really needs to really just look in the mirror and like, man, like what do we have to do to get this team good? And honestly, it's not even about picking this right player. Yeah, yeah, the team could be improved in a lot of spots. No question about it. But, man, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than just the roster itself. Like it starts at the top. And you need that guidance. Like you need that – like Mickey Loomis and Jeff Allen, yeah, you know, they're scout players and this and that. But you need that head coach to come in there and – kind of guide the team in that right direction and figure out what that vision is going to be, whether that's going to be, we're we going to be a running team or we're going to be, you know, this past, you know, this past prolific passing offense, are we going to be a defensive team? You know, what style of team are we going to be? What style of execution are we going to have? You know, looking at just how practice, how, you know, you approach practice and stuff like that, they got to figure all that shit out, man. Like how are they going to, how to build a team all over again like they got to start right back at square one in my
1: opinion speaking of you you brought up the whole thing about practice <laughs> do you have any any thoughts positive or negative of, of the team having having a day off for practice today
2: it just it just caught me i i, I don't remember ever seeing that
1: like do you remember ever seeing that Dr. No, Sean Page? and 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 i'm not saying it it had it wasn't it hasn't been done or anything like that but <sighs> To your, to your, no, I do not recall ever I mean, anything.
2: Coming off a loss and look, man, like it's hard to quantify that type of stuff, man. Like practice, practice during the season, um, you know, how much rest should players get and stuff like that, man. It's a long physical season. Saints hadn't had a bye week yet. Like the, the, one of the teams with the latest bye weeks in the NFL. Um, so like I get it, like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't know, like coach. That's one of those things coaches really have to know and kind of get a get a, have a feel for their team. Like, hey, should I lay off? Should I rest? You know. But man, it seems to me like Da is a lot more player friendly on that end. Um, Even I mean, like we, you know, we you talked about talk it back about in the
1: OTAs, bro. It,
2: took it easy, bro. Like even like um. You know, uh, Nick Underhill and Triple—they talk about it like it was a very lax training camp, like just laid back, kind of like we all good. We know we good, baby.
1: But, you know and, what I'm saying? But then, we just need to. But then, like it—it it, it all makes sense because AK literally said something about it last right. week before the Raiders came. Right? Exactly. He said, "No one's holding us accountable.
2: Nobody's holding accountable, man." And it's like. The Details, man, you know what I'm saying, and it's like you, you got. I mean, how many times do you hear players talk about oh, you got to win during the week? Hey, the coaches talk about it. You win during the week, you went through Monday, Wednesday through Friday, and then you know, Sunday is all good, everything's easy on Sunday because you won the process during the week, whatever. Like, I don't know if all this coaching talk or not, but uh, I mean, it must mean something, and it's just, it just, but like it's, like I said, man, when you losing, how we losing, bro. You question everything question everything. Every single thing Jinx. The team <laughs> like, like if they were practicing hard this week, we'd be wondering like are they pushing are they pressing too hard? It's like I don't know. I have no idea. But it, it does seem like something that's a kind of a part of DA's um approach is, you know, it's kind of kind of, you know, go with the the, the the good substitute teacher. You know what I'm saying? That's what, right? that's what I'm saying bro. The, the good substitute that used to come in there and be like, hey man, look. Hey, as long as y'all keep the noise down a little bit, man. Y'all just you know all good, y'all can chill, talk, have your little snacks,
3: Bro, I remember
2: them so
1: so clearly.
3: Like, Hell yeah,
2: love that love that substitute.
1: <laughs> yeah. We just be having like fun, like we yeah. you know what I'm oh, it's just the team doesn't have and I think and again we you know I think Mark Mark uh our dude Mark said it in the in the live stream. Of, of like what, you know, what is the Saints identity? I think the bigger question is besides identity, it's just like, what is the direction of this team? Exactly. Like, Cause this, it just seems like they are floating without a, like a rudder, just, just yeah. drifting off the sea, bro.
2: <laughs> and Directionless.
1: Everyone talking about Gail, you know, is Gail going to, you know, be okay with like, listen, Gail, Gail got rid of Stan Van Gundy in one season for the Pelicans because they clearly saw very quickly that he was not the guy for the pelicans right. and they went out we we talked we've said it numerous times on this podcast they went out they hired Willie Green, they got the right guy in place now, if you are an owner and you've seen that that's worked once, you would have to think that it's like. Bleh. Uh, no, Da is part of the "quote unquote" family, but this shit is looking gross on the field. Like, and at at that point, and this is where I just question if they're able to sever that that buddy buddy friendship yeah. papism relationship because. It's it's that way with Da. It's it's we being real. Like it's a large part of the reason why he got the fucking job. Um, And like Mickey still has it with Sean. Like Mickey's not gonna when when it's time to trade Sean. Mickey's not gonna play hardball and and be like no like just staunch and saying and trying to hold teams over a barrel. Like him and Sean gonna be like. You know, just I could just see him like in, in a bed together, both laying on their stomach and feet just in the air, bro. Just got a, got the iPhone on speakerphone, just calling teams. Like, hey, this is my friend, Shauna. He wants to like. Can't you just? See this? Like, hey, you know,
2: what do we need to do to make it work for you? <laughs>
1: He's like, no, nigga, like, get a burst. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but get, getting back to the game, it's it's a really simple the. the the game needs to be about AK game needs to be about Taysom. And can we, can we do this thing where if we see in a certain offensive lineman get smoked, like if Ram is having a bad game, can we, can we not send this nigga a chip? Can we help this really? thing out? Like, this is just <laughs> simple football. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, when's the last time we, like, I got, we saw someone chip, <laughs> Like Sean Payton, like that was his his first thing going into every game. We've said it before. Who is their best pass rusher? What are our blocking schemes that we need to implement? That's going to not cause that defensive pass rusher to disrupt and take over the game. Sometimes that's it worked. Sometimes it fucking didn't. But there was a fucking plan, man. I don't even know what they be doing in the game plans, <laughs> like. Ugh. block block him (laughs) him? I I don't know um I would I would love the Steelers secondary besides Mika Fitzpatrick hasn't been great um it it seems like if there's I did never get the sense that it was 50-50 on drivers for last game I do get a sense that he might play on Sunday and I think that will help a lot because they just need a quick rhythm passing game yeah and what why why is this team just allergic to going up tempo when the offense is struggling i never understood it bro like this is not a pete carmichael thing this goes back to sean like when the offense is just struggling we saw it on monday night football bro offense was trash all fucking all all first half Two-minute drill. Andy Dalton puts it together a little nice two-minute drill, although those are awful pass to Callaway. That should have been a touchdown. But at least at that point, the ball was moving. There was rhythm. There was, like, Prayer. this this, imp, like emphasis on, like, we need to pick up the pace. And then after, after halftime, bro, we didn't see it yet. Back God, God. Back to La, 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 la. I, I
2: I don't know, man. They need something, um, bro. They need something, man. I don't know what it is. It's uh, it's like just the, the, the lack of just creativity, the lack of something, man. Like something's got to give, bro. Like at least be fun. You know, at least be fun. Cook some stuff up. Like can we get some shots down the field? You know, can we get some stuff going with
1: Shahid
2: and why, Olave?
1: Why, why was he not more – in The game plan against the Ravens. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4 dollars each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7UP, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Uh. Um. <sighs> I mean, I, it's not it's not much more to say, guys. Like,
2: yeah, you know, like really, I a lot of these games are just like uh it's really about the big question. big question after each one of these games, man. It's like, where do we go from here? You know.
1: That's it. It's like the recurring question that just keep pops up over and over again. Like, what's next? What's next? I will say this though: when you're three and six and you're going against a, a team that ha- like has a worse record than you, man, if you don't win that game, like things get dark, 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 boy, bro. Like, if they lose to the Steelers, like oh, does, does Da make it to next uh, next week against the Rams, bro? Like, right? So someone suggested, <laughs> I forgot who it was, man. So what's the Just just fire Da so the the team can get that that post, you <laughs> know that interim coach, boost, bro. That interim coach, boost, boy. Yeah, D- 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 Doug Marone getting there for like you know maybe Doug Marone can get two wins in a row after that that Da yeah. firing, bruh. <laughs> something, man. Um, you know, think about this. Think about this real quick. Remember when John Gruden got fired, and yeah. they put Rich you know, Basaccia or whatever, you know, special team coordinator. He was the interim head coach. Um, Like, I know, I know probably like, like he probably isn't like a good head coach overall, but I would watch those Raiders games. Yeah. And you could tell that the team respected the fuck out of him. Exactly. And to like, there was at least some, direction and organizational like direction of the team. What happened? They let him go. He's in Green Bay. They brought in Josh McDaniels. Josh, man, I, I don't know who's the worst head coach. Josh McDaniels or DA, bro? Don't know. I really don't know. I couldn't tell you, bro. I couldn't I tell, tell you. Um, uh, So it just goes to show I'm not saying Rich Passaccio was a, a great head coach, but you could tell that his players loved playing for him. You could tell that his players respected him. And at least there was some type of planned direction when the Raiders played. And they, like, they flirted with all, almost making the playoffs. Or did they make the playoffs? Well, they did. They made it to the playoffs. Yeah, they, were like, they made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, And so just watching that Monday night game, man, it was, I just felt the team was had like quit on DA. I feel like he's tuned. Like, I feel the team has tuned him out. I feel just like, and, and every but, time. And, go you
2: ahead. you can, but you can still see like there those players, you know, Demario and those players, they still so prideful, man. They just prideful, wanna, man. You know, they just want to win. They want to play good football, man. You can tell it's just those prideful players that just want to play good football and you feel bad for them. Like, it's like, damn, man, it's like, can we do better? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we give them a better chance? But it's like, at some point, even for them, they're going to be like, man, shh, let me just collect my game checks. Right. You know, be, be a professional and get on out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's unfortunate.
1: Because there are some good players on the team, bro. There are. I mean, there's, there's, there's talent, <laughs> even with the injuries and everything. There's talent. Um... One thing that might happen because of the Pete Warner injury and you know, DA didn't talk about the Pete Warner injury at all, but so we don't know what the hell it is, but um, I would obviously expect to see Kate and Ellis and, you know, yeah. to DeMario, but damn, I might also see some, some Zach Bond, bro. Might Zach get some Bond, season. might get some bonfire, bro. might, might get some,
2: might get some, Please get them some
1: snaps, bro. Please. At, at this point, just entertain us, bro. Like, I I could guarantee you, as as dark as this season has been, bruh, If if Zach Bond gets a sack during the live stream, bro, Yo. we would we would fucking erupt, <laughs> erupt, <laughs> man. So at this point, it's just like the little days. Like just give us the little things, the little, little things, days, man. Just like, not asking for a lot. Just give me a Zach Bond sack, like please, please. That's at the very least. Um. We'll see what happens, man. Uh I'm I'm glad, I'm glad it's an early game. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> over over and done with. Um but it's a game that they need to win. It's a game that they sh it's a game that on paper they probably should win. But I mean we didn't even really talk about we're talking so much about DA, like, and you got DA going against Mike Tomlin, bro. Like <laughs> That is that is a mismatch, it's a mismatch, bro. Just, <laughs> like, like talk about the matchups on the X's and O's, bro. Like, just look at the head coaches. Like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just want to see, even when lose, man. Like you said, can it just be fun? Can I just get, <laughs> man? Just give me like a 40, 50 yard touchdown pass to Chris Olave, bro, and just have the. The, the live stream just happy and shit like just give yeah. us some excitement because the shit that we've seen at times during this season that the Cardinals game the Ravens uh. game like that that is like just even for us as people who are a mesh like emotionally disconnected or like that's just depressing bro It's <laughs> like,
2: depressing man that's what I'm I, mean. I do not want that depression shit like yeah, it just feel so.
1: like it that feels like hopeless and just like dire. Like like this shit is just the worst. <laughs> um, that said, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Um, again, with everything that's happened in the season, if you're still listening to us, you're still listening to these preview podcasts, you are a saint. <laughs> we appreciate y'all <laughs> truly, truly, truly um, for sticking sticking with us, even with the team doing as poorly and playing as poorly as they are. Um, so as always on Sunday we'll be in the, we'll have the game going um, we'll be in the Zoom live stream watching the game as it is going on. Um, I'll ask you this because I asked you this before the Ravens game. I don't. Did you say that they were going to be the Ravens? Did you say yes? You said no, right? Uh, we both I'm said no. Lose, yeah. yeah, we both. We were like, nah, nah, they <laughs> got. <laughs> um, they beat the Steelers, yes or no? Um...
2: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they get a W, bro. They are gonna win?
1: They gonna be? They gonna beat the Steelers? I think they'll beat them.
2: I think bro.
1: they'll beat them, bro. No, nah, bro, I don't. I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> can't, bro. <laughs> can't. I can't. I just. I just. I need. I. I need to. Like, I need to see. I need to see something. I yeah. need to see. Like, as I. I just. <sighs> no. Nah, I need to see something. We'll see I though. I got
2: just. I I just I I'm not. I'm not confident. I'm not confident.
1: <laughs> um, and then after after the Steelers, we get to watch Aaron Donald against uh, our offensive line next Sunday. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> just watching the snuff film, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Faces face of Death fo- football edition, bruh. Just on repeat. Um, but thank y'all so much for really for the support. Really appreciate y'all. Um, if you. Have not become a Patreon yet. Like this is really the perfect time to do it. Just to yep. get in, into the Discord because yeah, oh, man. Who who knows what's going to happen with Twitter? With a couple of months, <laughs> <from> Twitter might <laughs> cease right, to dude. exist. Like I, I, oh, what a fucking debacle that all that shit is happening right now. Yeah. So if you, there, there, we have our 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 community that is just thriving. Every every topic whether it be Saints related, pelicans related, movies, video games, politics, networking, whatever is all in our Discord. All you have to do is become a Patreon um at any level. Um and just get with like like minded people. It also gives you access to tons of other things such as a Zoom live stream, um such as being able to like watch the game on thunders uh and a plethora of, of other things. So no it's been A bad season, but I do want something that Ryan and I are still very keen on is building our community. So if you are able to become a Patreon, get hop in the Discord. Um, We have a lot of a lot of great people in Discord, man. Like a lot of great people that support us that um, that we've met and interacted with that are become like our 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 family. Like uh, honestly, like like legitimately, I'm not saying that with any type of hyperbole. Like they have legitimately feel like they have become our family so uh thank y'all for supporting us we'll be back on sunday for the recap uh recap pod i'll be watching black panther after the game so i'll record yeah. record that sunday night um but thank y'all enjoy the game as much as you can uh but again try not to take it too seriously it's just it's just fucking football don't don't let this. Don't let you do these dudes ruin your day, your week, your relationship, your marriage, your your, your parenting with your kids. Please. It's not worth it. It's not worth. It. Like I, I've seen, I've seen the timeline during during these bad games, bro. And it's it's dark. It's dark, dark out there. Don't don't let these dudes do it to you. It's not worth it. Anyway, with that, we'll be back Sunday night for the recap pod. With that.